Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Almost Better Than Silence. I'm your host, Doug Coleman, and I'm here today with the other co-hosts, Brennan McCullough and Matt Basta. How are you guys doing? Hi. Hey. Hi, everybody. It's welcome us. back to Almost Better Than Silence. Yeah, back well, at it again. Welcome back to the podcast with the greatest openings of all time. Just, Damn, <laughs> ABTS. <laughs> God, that's wow. a bit of a throwback wow. at this point. Really bringing yeah, that I'm back, sorry. Doug? Really bringing that back? <laughs> God. I didn't mean to. I'm sorry. Um, that's that's the worst fucking thing to like extract from 2016. <laughs> I mm, I don't know. There's a lot of bad things in 2016. Th- like it, well, there were, but like I think if anybody was just gonna try to pick like a thing that wasn't fucking like the beginning of the apocalypse, the last <laughs> thing they would pick is the damn Daniel meme. Wait, though, was the blue and black and white and gold dress 2015 or 2016? Oh, it's all blurring no. now. Hold oh, on, I'll do, I'll do a very quick Google search. Uh, no, that's 2015. That's literally okay. two years ago to the day. Wow! February 26, 2015. Congrats to us. Yeah, <laughs> fucking just William dated the episode. Here. My bad. Oh, it's yeah. fine. <laughs> but, you you look at the picture of the dress now and you're like, who thought that was white and gold? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I said. No, I I always thought it was black, black and blue, and other people thought Did it was you? white and gold. And anyway, there was someone who I talked to who was like, "It's totally white and gold." I'm like, "All right, we're like, hey, we're not getting into this." But I was like, "It's like," so I was very confused how they could think that. Anyway, yeah, it happened on the podcast. AJ thought it was white and gold. AJ, anyway, right, listeners yeah. can go check that out. It was something. Um, yeah. This is a video game podcast, though, and I did get around to playing a new game, and I'm excited to talk about it. But uh, let's hear from Matt first. I sort of played a, a math game. Uh, I was looking for more number taxes. puzzles. Yeah, I did my <laughs> taxes. Did, just to entertain It's this game called TurboTax uh, by this co- <laughs> oh, this God. company, Intuit. Uh, I got it on Steam. Uh, yeah, I saw no, it on E3 last year. <laughs> oh, God. Um, <laughs> just every year, I just pick up this game and you know spend a few hours on it. Don't it's really so get into it. It's like I have to do it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, it's it's this game that I've been playing is called uh, Six to One, and I think a few episodes ago I I mentioned how uh, timed number games I I feel like are just the, the they're literally Hitler because um, there's so much pressure. But uh, this one was okay for a while until they started getting hard. Basically, you're given a bunch of numbers. You're given six numbers and like six. I'm going to say, I want to say binary operators, but I know nobody knows what that means. Uh, Six, like, math symbols. (laughs) Yeah, I know what you mean. Um, Yeah, so you've got, like, plus, minus, divide, multiply, and I think there might be, like, a a few more. Um, But basically, what they do is they'll be, like, 48, and you've got, like, 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5. Um, And so you'll you'll be, like, uh, you know, 8 times 6, right? And that'll give you 48, and that, like, wins the level. Um, but you've got a minute to like mix together the numbers in such a way that it gives you the number that they asked for. So like you get like 25, but like they won't give you five. So you have to do like three times two and that gives you five. And then you're like, oh shit, like what do I do now? So then maybe it's like uh, two times 10, which will give you 20, like minus one plus six. You know, some bullshit like that. Anyway, I got to like level 15. Um, 
it was fine. And then, um, it was just a lot of stress and I realized that I couldn't poop while I was that stressed. And so I, I had to put the game away. <laughs> <laughs> For the love of God, tell me you were in the bathroom while you were playing this. No, I was, I was, um, <laughs> on the subway, you know, and <laughs> well, that's the place you do it. I know. Right. And, uh, it, yeah, it just wasn't working. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so, <laughs> so there's that. Uh, I've been watching a lot more of um, that game that I mentioned uh, on the mayonnaise episode. Um, Oxygen not included. The the infamous mayonnaise episode. (laughs) The infamous mayonnaise episode. (laughs) Um, I forgot to say, because I remember it came out when Fallout Shelter just came out. And like the first few pictures we saw of it looked like just a different Fallout Shelter in space. Oh, yeah. Is it? Would you say it's similar to that or? Um, I, well, it's, I would, I wouldn't say that it's a, it's like space. Um, it's very much an underground game. I mean, maybe you can get like out into space. I don't know. I've never watched anybody play it that far. I assume just space. Cause it was oxygen, not included. Like you would need. Yeah. Oxygen. Well, it, you know, it's, it's weird. There is some game art and like, um, the loading screen has a picture of like one of the little characters in space with like a little helmet on. Yeah. But like almost 100% of it takes place underground. Hmm. So like I'm I'm not entirely sure where they're going with that. Maybe it's just like an old thing that they've yet to replace cuz it is pre-alpha. Um okay. I mean it's sort of the it's not the same at all. Fallout Shelter okay. was kind of a crap game. Um yeah. this is this is actually probably what Fallout Shelter should have been like. Um, I think the problem is Fallout Shelter sort of painted itself into a corner insofar as you have um, a vault and you can't really expand on it. Like it's it's not like you don't like dig, right? You're not like digging individual blocks and like managing like the resources of the things you dig and like digging to get more stuff. Um, So I don't know. It's it's weird. Uh, Fallout Shelter, that is. Uh, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't make that comparison. I don't think people really had plans for Fallout Shelter beyond Fallout Four. Like once Fallout Four was out, it was like, all right, fuck that. Everyone's done playing that game. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, that I think it was also like a really cheap way to like capitalize on some of the IP. Mm-hmm. You know, the, when when they had the idea for it, I think it was just like a cute thing. It's like we're going to spend a hundred grand, two hundred grand, maybe, um, churn out a game, sell it for you know, it was free. It was free. There you go. And I'm I'm sure it probably had some sort of like in-app purchases. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and so like it, it was just a money maker. They were able to to crank out a few extra bucks, um, spread the brand, get people excited for Fallout. Uh, let me let me look at my. I, I hate to like not play games and then just talk about games that I watch people play, but I feel like I watch people play games enough that it's hard to say that. Um, it, it's not something I'm enjoying. Anyway, regardless, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, oxygen not included. Six to one. Eager to see if the game I've been playing is one you've watched, but we'll get to that eventually. Okay. Um, yeah. Eventually. How Why don't you go you- now? But let's, you, you always go last. Why don't you not go last for a change? All right, that's fine. Mix fair. it up. Um, so, listeners are aware, as of a couple of episodes ago, I mentioned that Corey from One Track Gamers uh, gifted me The Wolf Among Us, and I got around mm. to playing it in its entirety, 
and yeah. it was a phenomenal game. Like I didn't honestly really? expect I didn't expect you to enjoy ex- it as much really? as I did. Oh, <laughs> what? I, I enjoyed this game thoroughly. Jumpy's mad as this. Doug? <laughs> What's wrong? What do you mean? I love like Heavy Rain. I love Life is Strange. Like this game's right up my alley, and the the freaking art style was spectacular. What? I don't even know how to describe. <laughs> I- I'm I'm curious as to why Matt's so blown away. Like, I- this just seems like the absolute worst possible game for you. Like, no, it was phenomenal. It's, it's got sort of a cheesy storyline. Um, like it, it. I don't know. It it's it's more. It's very guided. Um, I would, even though like the story branches in a lot of directions, I feel like having watched Mm. a few playthroughs that it's still kind of linear. Well, and that's what telltale does. It gives you the illusion of control when in reality, it's like, there's like four or five real impactful things. The rest are. And I feel like Doug is very privy privy to that. And I feel like, you know, in the past, there have been a lot of games where, um, you know, it, it it's sort of a, a just a, a story, and there's not a lot of gameplay. I think the most gameplay that you have in The Wolf Among Us is just like mashing one of your you know buttons or like your mouse a lot, yeah. to fight somebody or like dodging left or right, um, and then just making choices. I, I yeah. just wouldn't have ever guessed that that would have been a game that you would have uh, enjoyed. Well, that's well. Honestly, just from the art style and what little premise I knew about the game, I I always like put put it off. And then when I got it for free, I was like, I might as well get around to this. I hear such good things, and people that knew I was into things like Heavy Rain and uh, uh, I'm blanking on the other one by that same group. Uh, but regardless, uh, there's yeah, Life is Strange as well. Like I do really love those decision where your decision does kind of have an impact. Although I do agree with Bren, like they're very minor, like even for the wolf among us, for instance, at the end of each episode, there was only like a couple different, uh, choices that I would display that like really made an impact and like kind of compare what percentage of other people made the same decisions and stuff. But, uh, it was just a fantastic, I don't know. I, I agree. It's kind of cheesy with like the whole, like, yeah, big bad wolf and the characters and stuff. But I, as soon as I first started playing episode one and saw a giant talking pig and like, yeah, the <laughs> talking frog and shit, like yeah. I was sucked in. And especially like, it's such a gritty world where they're all just smoking cigarettes and like saying the F bomb like all the time. And it's this very pretty gory and violent. Like there's titties and stuff. Like they're at a strip club and all this. So like in general, it's very like aimed at an adult audience. But, like, from the childhood stories we're all familiar with. So, I think that was actually kind of cool how they did a decent job of portraying that. I know there's a whole Fables uh, graphic novels series that Bren mentioned and stuff. So, I am eager to give those a a shot. But uh, the game itself, thoroughly enjoyed it. Would play again and hopefully have different outcome or something. But that's the thing. I'm not sure if there's different endings. The ending kind of made me feel reminiscent of the last of us although i don't like entirely hate this game as a result (laughs) uh but like that's what i mean like the ending was very just confusing it it almost felt like a Shyamalan that went over my head and i was just like wait am i supposed to understand that because i really don't um i don't want to ruin it for anybody although it's probably been out for a long time but it just i don't know very the and the end decision it didn't really matter there's no real i don't know Three, four years? Huh? What? Huh? Hey, Brad, God? Brad, God, Brad, is that you? Do, do you think? Not, not again. I was told the voices wouldn't come back. They gave me the pills, so the voices wouldn't come back. Brad, it's fast. It's fast. Oh, hey. sorry. Okay. Do, do, you, do you think? Do 
you think Doug is okay? Do you think it's really him? Do you think this is really Doug? Do, is, do you think he's okay? What do you think is going on here? I don't know. There's a little bit of like blood around his fingernails. Like he was clawing at something and like his skin seems like looser, like as if like something jumped into it and like took it off his original. I don't know. I, I've been watching a lot of John Carpenter lately, so I might be just in that kind of headspace, but uh, I'm, I'm trusting him. I, I like the Wolf Among Us, so I'm going to have to side with okay. whatever this being is that is now hosting our podcast. All right. All right. Just, just, just keep our eyes on him. All right. This game might have transformed me. I don't know. It was pretty interesting. And I <laughs> oh, shit. Did you hear that? <laughs> I'm like, I'm like whispering into the mic. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought you told it. I thought you said he couldn't hear us. But the thing is, do you think there's going to be a sequel or like a follow up season, so to speak? Like, I don't really know if that's uh, in the works. No, um, I highly, highly doubt, doubt it. Because um, yeah. this game mm-hmm. is a prequel to the Fable series. And I, this is the first thing I played of it. Like, I didn't know anything about Fable before I started this. So I went in completely blind. Um, so yeah, this is the prequel to it. And unless they did another prequel, like a pre prequel to even this. That's where the story could be, but if you've read the Fable series, like it kind of fucks it all up. Like the whole th- the whole world gets changed and stuff, so they couldn't really do like a sequel to the story. Like, so it would either have to take place sometime in the Fable comics, like in between comic issues, or way before it. it I don't see how they could do it in one after. Uh, it started in 2013 and ended in 2014. The game because it was episodic. So it's been three or four years and there's been not even a rumor of another one. So I highly doubt it. Shush, yeah, I think they're pretty sucks. played out. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's interesting to get that information. But uh, mm-hmm. all I have to say is there was one glitchy moment like for like the thing is I beat it in two days. It was like a weekend kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And so I started on Saturday, beat it on Sunday. But I think it was episode five was the first time I really had an issue with the game. I was playing on PC. Maybe it's just my PC screwing things up, but it seemed more or less just a glitch in the game. Um, I got past like a kind of a major fight scene in episode five. And the next scene that it loaded was like just like a blank slate. And it kept coming up with like all the options like this is a blank option. This is a blank option. This is a blank option. And I would just like burn through all of them being like, is this just like a fucked up loading screen? And I, I really was like at the point where I was about to beat the game. So I just had to like back out of it, exit out of the game, come back, load my previous save file and things are fine from there. But it was just kind of weird how it kind of, uh, oh yeah, I remember what happened. It took me back a few chapters in that same episode, but one of the characters, like their entire, uh, character model was invisible so like i was seeing like a a scene play out where um what's his name like the gangster ass looking dude uh i forget his name but he pulls a knife on you and there's just like this floating knife like flying around the screen (laughs) i was like what the fuck is happening so that's when i was like i better back out because i honestly was thinking is this part of the game and then i was like no this is definitely a glitch that's like the weird thing when you deal with like magical stuff or like fantasy stuff and something like that where the guy's invisible it's like this this could be true. Like he could actually have the power or something. I was so thinking, it, like, am I revisiting the scene that already played out? I was kind of, I was very confused, but then I was like, no, this is definitely a hardcore glitch. I got to Hopefully yeah. my uh, save file is not affected. And I was able to continue the game and everything was fine, but uh, it's interesting. I wonder if other people had that hmm. same thing. It's, it's probably I, very once in a rare while. Solar yeah. flares. I don't think <laughs> it, it was a common issue. Like everyone had that, but it's it, telltale games aren't, like super streamlined they definitely are buggy and i know i've had plenty of bugs depending on the games um but it reminds me of dragon age inquisition 
where I enjoyed it, but it must have been, I must have had the buggiest copy in existence, because, like, every ten minutes or so, something would glitch out. Yeah, well, glitches aside, great game. I, I did thoroughly enjoy it, and, uh, I don't know. I would recommend you en- it. I'm glad you enjoyed it, because I think it is one of the best well, Telltale games. They've, they've been around for a while, but, like, they really started grabbing everyone's attention with The Walking Dead uh, first game. Yeah. And since then, they've kind of gotten pretty repetitive. Since the Walking Dead game, I think that's the best, and then I think Wolf Among Us is the second best, and then from there, it's, you know, debatable, but I definitely think it's one of the better ones. Yeah, a sincere thank you to Corey from One Track Gamers. That game was great. Um, The one thing that I enjoyed the most about it was that my outcome wasn't, like, completely terrible like it was in Heavy Rain, <laughs> where, like, everyone died and the killer walked away. Like, I got some serious justice, and I felt, like, good at how things ended up. But like I said, I was very, very confused at the very end. But um, I also just played as like pretty much the bad cop that was just like hard ass gonna beat the shit. Of out course of you me. did. Yeah, well that's what I mean. And That's I wonder if like I classic like Doug. There should, there should be like <laughs> there should have been some kind of consequence for it, the but it stabler. just made me feel like I had great justice. I like I to know. think that I'm the Benson of the podcast and Doug is the stapler of the podcast. That's a law and order SVU reference. Um but <laughs> It's, what it's, a, what a it's fucking... relevant. It's relevant because Telltale Games did a Law and Order uh, video game. Um, but that's kind of how you play Bigsby. Like that's who Bigsby is. He's a rough, tough. Like he's the big bad wolf, and he's a hard. That's what cop. I'm saying. That's how I was looking at it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, even having read all the comics, like the ending to the game is just super vague, and it never gets addressed in the comics because the comics were finished before this game was made. So it's kind of bittersweet where it's just kind of like eh that's that's it you'll never really get a straight answer so well i also figured like you're dealing with a bunch of like straight up monsters and shit you gotta like put your foot down and like show that you have some balls or else they're gonna take advantage and be like oh our sheriff's like a pussy yeah but anyway that's the game really the game i've been playing just a shitload of that for the past two days and it was really really fun bren how about tell us what are you playing i'm like the underailer today (laughs) <laughs> I know you're keeping the show on the rails. I know what's up Undy-railer. with this. There's there's some sort of underwear. The underailer. Underailer. Yeah. <laughs> oh, um, what did I play? I got around to N plus plus, which I think I got in a bundle. Yes, I love ago. that game. So good. Yeah, it's solid game. Still, it's still like stays true to the old Flash game, like that was on the internet way back when. Um, the only thing is, it's kind of for like the hardcore like completionist sort of guy like who it, you know you have to collect all the gold and then finish the level and it makes it more challenging than just running to the end yeah and since i don't have that competitive nature in me at least not for like these games it doesn't really bother me so it's just like oh here's the exit and then on the other side here's 40 spikes surrounding like a bunch of gold don't you want it it's like nah i'm good and i just walk to the exit so some of the maps are definitely not challenging at all because of that like it's very greed mentality and then others are super difficult no matter what yeah if i'm not mistaken aren't like the doesn't the gold also play like into a time factor so like i don't i don't remember if that's n plus plus or the old flash game or whatever but i remember for like you'd have a certain time to get to the exit and as you collect the gold pieces your time would like go up and you'd basically extend that as you collected gold yeah, that's exactly what it is. You got a bar at the top, and with each gold, it increases, and over time, it slowly drains down. But 
uh, for some of the levels, there's like only 10 pieces of gold, and I get them all real quick and end it as soon as I can. And I don't think there's a way to actually get the bar all the way to the end. So I don't know if it is just a timer or if it's like a power-up and if you get it to the end, you get super speed or invincibility or whatever. I think it's just but a timer. I think so. Uh, but it's it's a solid game. It's still good. Um, I haven't... I don't think I'll beat it because there's a lot of levels and they're very difficult at times where I'm just like, yes. fuck it, I need a break. Like, I'm, d- I'm done for a while and I gotta walk away. Uh, it still holds up, though, but it's... It's weird seeing, feeling the controls in this and how back in the day it seemed to be so smooth and fast and you could wall jump and all this and seeing some games now, like some platformers where I'm like, wow, some of these other games kind of put N++ to shame or at least it doesn't, it feels so much heavier now than what I remembered it feeling. Well, I liked hmm. playing it on the DS. It was so much better because, like, that's my main memory of N or N++ on uh, the Flash game on the browser version. It was usually, I think, the control was shift to jump, so I'd be getting sticky keys, like, all the time. Mm. I was like, God damn it. Sticky keys are the bane of the modern gamer. <laughs> I don't understand the point of them. I've never used them in the 15 years of computer usage. Well, it's it's an accessibility feature, right? Like people with limited mobility need the ability to make capital letters and stuff um, or write things in uppercase. It, there's there's a lot of like weird use cases for it. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. It, it wasn't ever meant for like 99% of people that use computers. Right. But now that we're having games where shift is a key like control feature in games, you're hitting shift all the time and that pops up and minimizes the well, game. You come back and you're dead. <sighs> Here's you the thing to bear in mind. Off. Like keyboards were never meant for video games, right? Like keyboards yeah. were meant for, for typewriters. And then, you know, IBM came along and they started making, uh, electric typewriters and, you know, they added a bunch of keys and then, uh, the first like teletype machines came along. And then, you know, eventually we got to where we are with computers, but, you know, the keyboard never really changed. And the like the caps lock key. I don't think anybody listening to this podcast has used the cap locks key in the last five years. Right? Disagree. I yell at a lot of people online. <laughs> I do for some sequel stuff, but that's about it. Really? Oh well yeah. se- wait, sequel doesn't even need to be capitalized. You're just being yeah. pedantic. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> and you can also just type it and then select the text and Yeah, then- you're right. Anyway. I know what you mean. Anyhow. <laughs> Like me personally, like if I have a, like a long thing to type and it needs to be an uppercase, I will just hold down shift with my right pinky finger and just type it out with my other fingers. Like I, I've gotten to that point in my life. It's it's a useless key, as is like the pipe key for for well, unless you're on Windows and you have to type backslashes a lot. There's there's just a ton of shit on most keyboards that nobody needs. Like all the function keys, who hits F6? When was the last time you you hit the F6 key? That's a good point. Just right? now. <laughs> what did it do? Fucking asshole. Uh, apparently nothing. I'm, yeah, exactly. I'm praying to God it didn't just close down on Skype and Audacity and just ruin the podcast. That was it's, a gamble there the, for you. It's listeners. the Audacity shortcut key to stop recording. <laughs> <laughs> and to delete everything. Yeah. It's, oh, oh wait. I got, a note, I got an email from my bank. Um, all of my money's gone. Just all, all yeah. of it is gone. <laughs> Don't exactly. ever hit F6, listener. These keys are are only there as remnants of like past functionality, right? Like the fucking print screen key, like that was not meant to take screenshots. Somebody was just like, "Oh, this would be convenient." So when you have like on on this Macintosh keyboard that I have, I have a function key, a control key, an option key, and a command key. Nobody was like, 
let's put some like extra buttons down there for video games. That didn't happen. There was no meeting where they decided that. They were just using what was available to them. And so shift has other uses, right? Like nobody's rapidly pressing the shift key to type a sentence on their keyboard. So when they invented it and they thought like, oh, we need a way of like allowing people with limited mobility to to capitalize things or whatever, they weren't thinking, uh, you know, let's put it on a key that's not going to fuck everybody up. You know, like F6. <laughs> um, and so, God, it's just such a mess. Somebody needs to like go in and redo keyboards. Maybe not where the letters and numbers are, but like the tab key is in a particularly bad spot. People press tab a lot now, right? Like alt tab and tabbing through forms and whatever else, like put it in a spot where, you know, it's not fucking trash, like swap caps lock and tab and then change caps lock into like, I don't know, refresh your browser window or open a new tab on Google Chrome. It's something, right? I'm going to have to revoke the title of Underailer from you, Matt. You're going to have to yeah. turn your badge and go. I know. I just got off on a little bit of a rant there. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I feel like you're just like a nerd Jerry Seinfeld. So what's with the tilde key, <laughs> what, guys? What's the deal with keyboard layouts? <laughs> I mean, it's the truth, though. No, no you're not truth. wrong. Yeah. Um, but all right. Well, that's been our little game talk. Uh, do you guys want to <laughs> yep, That's do the only it? game I played. Let's move God, along. Yeah. That's fair. Uh, I, I, one last thing about The Wolf Among Us, It though. wasn't at all, but okay. Oh, my fault. Uh, then you can <laughs> definitely bring it up. But I was just also going to say, there was some unanswered questions that I'm a little annoyed about. Like, what happened to Ichabod Crane? I don't really know. Maybe it's different That's per That's in player. the comics? Oh, god damn it. Yeah. I'll have to look into that. Anyway, uh, continue yeah. then, Bren. My fault. There's a good amount of stuff that's answered in the comics, but certain characters, like... The one character at the end, like, not to spoil it, but that one character, you know who I mean, Doug, uh, she's not yes. in it at all. Like, she's not in the comics at all. So that's, like, you'll never get that answer. But hmm. mo- most of the stuff is done in the comics. But, like I said, I enjoyed the comics up to, like, the final arc of the char- uh, like story. And then it seems like it was just completely rushed and everyone's poorly written. And just, like, everything's like, all right, fuck it, wrap it up. I gotta, you know, move across country in, like, a week. So let's just finish this shit out. Damn. So, yeah, the ending was really bad for me, but the rest of it's good up to that point. Like, the 250 other comics are very good, so there's there's plenty of good to outweigh the bad. So I do I do recommend the comics for anyone interested. Um, But yeah, besides N++, I played uh, Bit Blaster XL, which is, I think, another game I got in a bundle. Like, I got a few bundles lately, so I just got a bunch of random games that I'm not super into, but I just got them anyway. Um, But this one's Bit Blaster XL is pretty much just asteroids, and you get little power-ups while you play it. It's really not much more than that. It's really not intuitive in any way. Um, it's fun, but it's, it's pretty much just that. And 30 Flights of Loving is the other game I played. <laughs> the hell is that? that? That just sounds... That sounds even worse than Bloody Boobs. It, this is what happens when you're a pretentious piece of shit and get <laughs> super drunk on absinthe because you think you're European and watch Memento and try to make it into a video game while also binging Minecraft Let's Plays on the other monitor. Really? This game sucks dick in the worst way. Like, it's... Oh, it gives God, a really like, unsatisfying blowjob. Lots of teeth. <laughs> God damn it. If this was a blowjob, severe dry. It's 
uh, someone who has like thrush in the back of their throat. So Ugh. you kind of get that like mildewy smell in the back of their tongue, Ugh. and then they go down on you. So then that wipes off onto your dick. Like this is Ugh. the worst blowjob. It's just I wanted to go take a shower now. <laughs> yeah, I'm imagining a Steam review. Zero out of ten gave me an STD. This is, this is uh, McCullough's hot takes. <laughs> God damn it! You don't even get a theme song. <laughs> At this point, me and Bass are just trying to come up with different segments to get different jingles now. That's all this podcast is. Um, but yeah, so this game can be beaten within nine minutes. I timed myself because it was done so fast. You really don't do anything besides walk around and the scenes jump cut into other scenes, like the middle of you walking. Uh, apparently, you go to a wedding with a friend and your girlfriend, wife. And then you're all hitmen, and there's, like, a shootout, and you wake up, and your friend's bleeding, and your wife has a gun to you, and you have to carry him out of the air. It makes no sense at all. It is a part of a franchise, I think, of, like, other games, like a series of it, rather. And I guess it's supposed to tell a story if you play all of them, but there's no game. There's nothing to do. There's one part where your friend's actually shooting at things, but you're not, so all you have to do is wheel him around while he's shooting at them. But it doesn't matter if he hits them or not, because it's he's going to hit them. Like it's not, it's pre-programmed, so there's no way to not hit them. So it's it's just this weird storytelling device. It's it's not even a video game, and it's not at all worth the money it cost. And I, I this was in one of the good bundles, like for I don't know why I think it was the Freedom Bundle, and they were supposed to be good games, but this one sucks and it's just terrible, and. I, I don't know what the fuck the developer's thinking. He's clearly got some sort of crazy story that like reveals this uh, long drawn out complex thing. But God, it's not fun. It's not good. It's not entertaining. There's nothing redeeming about it. Damn. So, yeah, that's all I've been playing and Overwatch, of course. But yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Um, there's a couple newsy bits we can run through maybe before we play a conversation game. I have a game of game or no game ready to go if you guys are down for that but i saw you post in our our slack channel that there's the the sequel to shadow of mordor has been leaked your favorite uh and it was actually leaked by target (sighs) uh what what's going on there i think this might be actually like a genuine leak and not like uh media outlet being like oh we got the scoop here like if you want (laughs) to know what's going on i think this is actually just like this is a clearly a third party company who clearly just fucked up. And they were saying like, oh, you'll be getting your shipments of Sh- uh, Shadow of War is the title of it. And it's like, oh, you'll be getting these and say like, I don't know, November. And they're like, here's an image of what the box looks like. And someone just messed up and put that box picture up on their site for like a fraction of a second. But you know, the internet, someone's always watching. So someone was able to snag it and get a screenshot of it. Here's the so, thing. You know, here here comes Dirty Bass's hot take on this. Oh, well, here we go. <laughs> Okay, so it, here's the thing. Who what fucking company keeps a game a secret until it's ready to be fucking sold? That's what I was confused by. Like right. there's been no information about this until now. Like until yeah. the box art is out. It's like, why? Like you like the that game. Best games, the best games are the games that like they're like, hey, look at this cute little screenshot that we got. You know, it's like, oh, look look at this little bit of gameplay. So either A 
it's so fucking boring and and drab and uninnovative that the only merit that they're selling it on is the fact that it's a sequel to a game that people sort of liked or they're just terrible at marketing their game <laughs> no, right i think it's the like first. The i think f- it's it's like a like straight to DVD kind of thing. <laughs> like, you know, it doesn't, like, it's, it's so bad. Shadow, Shadow of it. War: The Return of Jafar. <laughs> I just, oh, I just don't understand. I, I don't understand the logic behind that. Like, if you're gonna pour conceivably millions of dollars into a video game that you're gonna sell to people, then why not tell people about it up front? Like, why, why is Target the first fucking company to know about this? Yeah, well, what bothers me the most is how played out the whole Lord of the Rings universe is. Like, in all reality, like, uh, I don't really... Uh, first of all, I'm a big Lord of the Rings fan. Like, like adored and idolized the films, the books. Like, I didn't finish the books yet. I have to get back to that. They're just so long and ridiculous. <laughs> but um, I adore the uh, universe and the world. I didn't finish the books. But, dude, I got... Uh, I don't know. I'm really close to finishing The Two Towers. It's a long read. Uh, but regardless, and I played all the games except uh, Shadow of Mordor because, mm. A, I just... like The gameplay didn't really... like. I, I played it a little bit, and it just really wasn't my bag of chips. It's and, Assassin's Creed with a Lord of the Rings skin. Exactly, and I, that's yeah. just not what I'm into. And I don't know. I did enjoy the original Lord of the Rings video games, but like now we're just like... I don't know. I just think they need to leave that universe alone and maybe just explore something new and try a different, like, just, yeah, same similar setting, like, fantasy universe, but, like, just instead of orcs, it's, like, blorks or whatever. You just make something up. I don't know. <laughs> and I'm Bligolas, the elf archer. <laughs> well, yeah, uh, you don't want to be that blatantly so terrible at it. The but- only The only Lord of the Rings game that I have played, I believe it was Lord of the Rings, The Return of the King for GameCube. If they're still fucking churning out these fucking games, what's the point? Like, wh- why are we still here? They made <laughs> why a bunch are we of still- RTS. They made a bunch of like all sorts of like offshoot games. That's what I'm getting at. Like the the story's finite. The movies are great. That era's over. They fucking milked the Hobbit for three films, and even like I don't know. There's this this would be games. like you know th- like a studio coming out with a fucking like Pirates of the Caribbean game. It's like, yeah. oh, what, what well, happened to Jack Sparrow in the... We're in the, still relevant, aren't we? <laughs> well, there's a new movie coming out. Oh, Guys, God. we got Kira Knightley to voice this video game. Like, nobody cares. <laughs> and yeah. and Captain Jack Sparrow in Kingdom Hearts 2. Ooh, oh my God, no I one cares. Everyone just wants to be Star Wars, pretty much. They're like, oh yeah, we At could have point, nine yeah. movies too. But to answer both of your questions, <sighs> why are they still doing it? Why are they still using this universe and not like uh, an original fantasy world and stuff? The answer is... The fan it base. Sells. There's already a yeah. built-in fan base, so there's already a guaranteed market of people who will buy it, and that's uh, going away. But here's the thing: to- if that's the only fucking thing that they're going on, if that's the yeah. only reason people are going to buy this game, why aren't they fucking talking about it? Why is this a leak? Why is why is this the first time we're even hearing about this game? Unless it's fake. <laughs> I mean. Maybe because there's this is the only thing we know about it. It could be fake. Like it could very know, well be fake. I mean, just for all intents and purposes, it's a very Photoshop. it's a decent template of like the cover of a game. Photoshopping a cover like that from like asset art from other games wouldn't be that hard. I could I could definitely see it being fake, but at the same time, like that's a lot of effort to go through for a fake video game cover. <laughs> you know. I don't know. I I thought they might have done like Shadow of Mordor two or something, and like Shadow of War just seems like fake to me. But I don't know. It's probably real. Uh, Who knows? 
for some reason that the image looks a lot reminds me a lot of Prince of Persia. I don't know exactly which like game or if it's the movie, but just the way the characters pose reminds me of Prince of Persia. Like it could it could very well just be a very good Photoshop. Yeah. In fairness, made- in fairness, um, I I feel like uh, the company that owns the rights to Star Trek is it NBC? I don't I don't actually know. I, oh, it, it's sure. a shame of me to not know this because I'm a huge Star Trek fan. But like they're being very secretive about the upcoming Star Trek series and they've been very secretive mm-hmm. around the movies and things like that. So I guess it does happen. I know people in the Star Trek community are very upset that they're withholding details about the series. Although I guess talking about a TV show before it goes on air is sort of spoilers in a way. I don't know. I mean, I, I, it's it's so dumb that they're they're withholding this about the video game because if, if your game is actually good, it should be playable and enjoyable, and people will still pick it up and and come out in droves if it's a decent game and you've got a built in fan base and people are excited about it, right? Like if they didn't talk about Star Wars up until like the month before, you know, one of the movies launched, I feel like they'd be shooting themselves in the foot. The only reason people are going out and seeing these new Star Wars movies in droves is because. Like, oh, there's a new Star Wars movie coming out. We found out about it a year and a half in advance, you know, and people got mm-hmm. excited about it. And they marked it down on their calendars. And I feel like people would do the same thing for this and and probably any other Lord of the Rings property. But they're not, nope. <laughs> you know, Target. it's just so dumb. Fucking hell. It, <laughs> it's very odd because it's being developed by Monolith Games, who have done the first one. They've done Fear, Fear 2, Condemned. Um, so they've definitely made successful games. Uh debatable whether they're good or not but definitely have done successful ones and yeah so they know they're a veteran studio it's being published by warner brothers which is huge and have made some great games or have published some great games like arkham asylum and arkham city and that franchise and have also uh, published a lot of shitty ones because warner brothers do not give a fuck about pc ports so Mm. it really shoots themselves in the foot with that um, but I also know that Warner Brothers is one of the big companies that the voice, uh, that the actors guild, that SAG and ACTA, I think, are protesting against, against the voice actor strike. And that's still going on and they haven't compromised at all. So I know we interviewed Felomar. He was a big character in the first Shadow of Mordor. So yeah. I'm wondering if this has had an impact. I know the strike has since started, like, it's no new projects after, I believe, this month. So if this game is being worked on, he would have already done his share and whoever else is in it would have already voice acted in it. But I'm wondering necessarily what's going on because I know Warner Brothers isn't in the best position. But yeah, if this game was being made and it's being talked about, it would definitely build up the hype for it. And it doesn't do them any justice to have the game coming out like within a month. Like Target should have not have any images of this if it's still being worked on. Like if it's coming out within two years or within a year, they shouldn't be anywhere near the distributors or the retail hands. So I agree. I have no idea why this is the leak or like who got the image. So at this point, if it is a legitimate sort, like if it is legit and the game is coming out cool, uh, like I said, the gameplay is essentially Arkham city and Assassin's Creed, like combined in the Lord of the Rings universe with a generic throwaway character story that no one really gives a shit about. Yeah, like get, that's what I'm getting at. I'm like, oh, it's frustrating. Like, is this Lord of the Rings even? <laughs> the only real tie-in is you, the main character gets possessed by the ghost of the elf um, um, blacksmith who forged the one ring, like, or all the rings. 
So okay. like that's really the only tie-in. Everything else is kind of just made up for the game. And this is one weird game where the instance is the gameplay is pretty rock solid. Like it's good combat. They had the Nemesis system that was really cool, and you could really do a lot of stuff with it that was fun. But the story was pretty bland. The boss fight at the end is single-handedly one of the lamest, most anticlimactic boss fights I've ever experienced. It is like two QTE scenes, and that's it. Like, you don't actually really fight him. It's woefully disappointing. Damn. So, the game, like, uh, mechanically works. Like, it's a good system. But, like, everything else about it, like, aesthetically and stuff, is really kind of, like, meh. And only the biggest Lord of the Rings fanboys will say it's good, but they'll say it's good because it's Lord of the Rings, not because it's actually good. So, like, it's, like Bassa said, it's an alright game. It's, a lot of people thought it was okay or good, but not amazing. So, yeah, I, I don't know. I'm not super excited about it. Maybe the people who made it aren't. That's why they're not talking about it. I don't That's know. what I mean. Nobody's, oh man, what a way for that to it get It may beat. be the case that they are working on a game, but it's just so underdeveloped and so underpolished and it's questionable whether it'll even come to fruition that they, they don't even want to like announce it and then disappoint the fan base mm-hmm. versus um, just keeping it a secret. And like, if it happens, it happens. But even then, like if you're so uncertain that the game is even going to happen, like why even bother, you know, like why even, you know, get target on board with it? I don't know. It's, it's, it's very strange. The more I think about it, the more mysterious it sort of is and, and less frustrating um, I don't know. It's so it's so weird. How bizarre. Oh, God damn it, Doug. There's so many <laughs> people involved with it and so many people who are working on it but don't have like authoritative positions in it to actually decide like, hey, let's keep going with this or hey, let's cancel this project. Um, to the point where some of the higher ups might think might have been told like, "Hey, this game's gonna suck. It's gonna flop. Like nothing's working. We can't do this." And they're like, "Just keep working on it. This game has to be finished. We already put this much money into it. It has to be good." Or they like, it could just be they're pushing through because they've already invested so much. But there was one game recently, I forget what it was, where they pulled the funding and they said like, "We've already invested a few million dollars into it, and we know for a fact we're not going to get this back. So you know, we're just going to cut our losses and just say fuck it. Like that money's gone." And they just canceled the whole project. So. I don't know what they're doing. Oh, it's, yeah, Scalebound. Scalebound, that was it. Thank you. Yeah, no problem. Yes, so it could be like that, where like a month before it gets released, they're like, hey, you know what? Fuck it. Just this isn't going to work anyway. So they, you know. So for anyone excited for the sequel, um, we sorry we shat all over at, and it might not be real. Yeah, we're not sure. We're the most yeah. trustworthy news source you can find at ABPS. I can see all the pixels in this, in this image, so I, I'm pretty doubtful that it's... Um, not I'm photoshopped. Pretty sure there's a picture of Kate. Upton so many in the pixels here. God so damn it. Um, pretty yeah. Sure anyway, let's uh, right. move on. Is there any other newsy bits you want to bring up? That was the only one that really stuck out to me. Um, so talked about. I was playing Overwatch lately. They got. Um, they released a few more bits of information, and it's they're pretty much doing everything but confirming the next character being Doomfist, which is in the world. They've alluded to it in the Overwatch world. Um, there's been a big campaign on social media to get Terry Crews to voice him, which would be amazing. That's right. And, uh, in the PTR, which is like the public test region where they do all the updates, like testing it out on the servers before they push it through and finalize it. Um, one of the maps, New Botany, 
where is in South Africa, or is it South Africa? It's in Africa, and Doomfist is African. So it's kind of like his map. And in that, um, the starting, st- the starting spawn point for the attack force has been altered, and there's, uh, robots destroyed and like smashed into walls, like they're punched into it. And so people are believing that it was Doomfist that attacked them. Um, in that level, you push a cart, which is carrying Doomfist's gauntlet, like the actual fist, and that's no longer on the cart anymore. So people are speculating that he already took it and like has revived. And it's really interesting to see what they're going to do with it. Because they also revealed a new uh, character in the world, but not necessarily a playable character. And she's like a master of AI and robotics and stuff. So some people are speculating that she created a robotic Doomfist who's going to, you know, take the mantle again and take on the name. Or it might be a PvE event again, like they did for Halloween, where it's going to be, like, a certain number of players fighting against Doomfist. Because the PvE event did so well at Halloween, they might do another one. So, um, it's really speculative at this point, but it's pretty much confirmed that it's Doomfist. So it's Hmm. super exciting for Overwatch players. Cool. Um... Sad news, Hellboy 3 has officially been canned. It's dead in the water. It's definitely not happening now. Yeah, um, sad for you. I know you were a Hellboy fan. Yeah, I love the comics, and the movies were very good. They they were kind of like their own stories, like the same characters, but their own stories. They weren't copying the comics, and it worked. And Guillermo del Toro is definitely a fan of the series and enjoyed the project and working on them. You could tell by the way he directed. They were very good. And yeah, it's super sad to see that it's it's finally over and they're not going to make a third one. Um, Mike uh, McNaula, the creator of the comics, said it's not, you know, they're still going to do other stuff with Hellboy. Like, the comics, I think, are winding down and there's not going to be a movie, but he's definitely going to do other stuff. He's done direct-to-DVD, like, animated stuff. So the franchise isn't over, but this particular movie with uh, I think it was Sony and with Gamma del Toro is definitely done, which that sucks. But hey, I'm looking forward to whatever Gamma del Toro does. So he's got what Death Stranding with uh, Kojima. So yes, that's going to be a fucking trip. That does look ridiculous. Um, yeah. Let's play a game of game or no game. Alright, so we're playing Game or No Game, a self-explanatory game where I just list a title and these guys tell me if they think it's a real game or not. Okay, uh, oh lord, this is gonna yeah. this is gonna be a thing. Oh, I think this is Bass's actually first time. This uh, is my I first time, is. yeah. We're yeah. popping Bass's Game or No Game cherry. Yeah, I'm well, a Game or No Game virgin. Alright, well speaking of... It's gonna so, be a little uh, bit of blood, I'm gonna warn you now, it's a little bit of blood. Oh god. Like, Kind of similar to uh, Shadow of War, this uh, game we're not sure is real or not. Also, uh, that's a te- yeah. I, once again, I agree with you, Doug. That's a terrible name. That's what I mean. This game, I it's kind of along the same lines. Do you think this is a game? Shadow of the Conspiracy. No. Shadow of the Conspiracy. No. It's a no. Good job, guys. I'm going to work <laughs> that one out. Play um, Brennan's Conspiracy Hook Corner jingle. 
Um, Jesus. Do you think there's a game called Elevator Reloaded? Elevator Reloaded. I yes. Like, I think I there is a, really a game called Elevator Reloaded. I know there's a really old game called like Elevator Action or something. So like there are elevator games as weird as that sounds. <laughs> I mean, I, I gonna, think there's a lot of potential in the elevator game industry. <laughs> I'm going to just go with no, just to be different. It's a no, and I'm glad no. Matt thought it might be real because that was. Uh, even if you're I a game developer, game. I want I want uh, an elevator <laughs> game, and then I want you to make a sequel to that elevator game. I want that property. I I will buy that on Steam. <laughs> How about Jazz Jackrabbit? Yes, Jazz Jack, Jazz Jackrabbit, Jazz Jackrabbit. Just because it sounds jazzy, I want it to be real. Um. I'm going to say yes, because I feel like Doug isn't clever enough to have come up with that name. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fair assumption. <laughs> I love that it is a real game. And no, it's usually determined if they're real or not. God damn it. Um, it's, oh. it's like a Christmas one where the rabbit's like green wearing a Santa hat. I actually know exactly which game this is. Oh, it's, like, it's the era of like Bugsby, the uh, Bobcat. Yes. If you remember that. Um, all right, well, then that moves us on to the next one. Do you think there's a game called Jackie Chan Adventures Stunts Revealed? <laughs> Jackie Chan First Adventures off, Stunts Revealed. I don't give a fuck what anyone says. Jackie that TV Chan show? Adventures is a great show. It was fucking was phenomenal. I, for the life of me, cannot find a place to download it. So I know that it is, like, a real franchise. I know they did make a video game out of it. I don't know if they made multiple video games out of it, but I don't remember what it's called. Um. Mm-hmm. It makes me wonder whether Doug saw Jackie Chan Adventures and uh, that little like learn Chinese with Jackie Chan at the end. Like, oh sort of- yeah! <laughs> Sorry, I just like that triggered like the memories, like the flashbacks. So was, God, Jackie yeah. Chan is amazing. Yeah, even if his involvement with the production of that TV show is effectively none, <laughs> <laughs> it was just his like name. Yeah, it's his name. He didn't voice act it. He didn't yeah. like star in it really at all. He probably sat down and recorded all those learn Chinese with Jackie Chan's in like 20 minutes on like a yeah. Wednesday. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to go with yes on this one. I will also go with yes. And I will say, I believe it was on the Game Boy Advance. Wow. It's a no. Oh, oh I, I, I shit. said something that existed and just like made a random tagline, like stunts that, revealed. That's very not real. So. That's how you do it. <laughs> yeah. Um, Man, but let's see here. Uh, Doug fucking playing on our nostalgia, like the fucking video game industry itself. Yes. Yeah, uh, I wanted that game to be real. Me God, too, so actually. I. Uh, I would love to learn the stunts of Jackie Chan. But do you think there's a game called The Berenstain Bears and the Spooky Old Tree? <laughs> that spooky tree. No, I I totally believe this one. I definitely think there was, unless you're spelling Berenstein incorrectly, in which case, (laughs) no, I believe that this this is equivalent to like Shazam tricks revealed. Yes, yes. (laughs) No, I'm spelling it correctly. Game or no game? Um, I'm going to say no. I'm going to say yes again. I'm just going to keep saying yes. (laughs) No. That's that's the right answer. It is a yes, and I think that one was wow. actually on Game Boy Advance or something ridiculous. So that's an old school game that is a real thing. You but just I, Google. What a weird, what a weird. Was it really? Yes. There's so many shitty Game Boy Advance games. 
It was, uh, yeah, Game Boy Advance. No shit. Yep, told you. I knew that was on GBA. Um, all right, do you think there's a game called... GBA, you're like some sort of fucking high-end gamer. No, that was <laughs> old school. I, I know GBA. Uh, it's all we Nintendo kids had. <laughs> Sleazy Ice Dungeon. <laughs> Sleazy Ice Dungeon. Sleazy Ice Dungeon. And this isn't... You're not, like, going on, like, fucking Steam Greenlight and just no, I am. scraping like, from the bottom of the barrel there. Yeah, no, there are some bottom of the barrel stuff in the past, oh. so yeah. it's If it's a game, it's a game. <sighs> Sleazy Ice Barrel. I don't think so. I'm gonna say no, but I really like that name. <laughs> it's not, and that would be really fun to play. Uh, let's see. A couple more. Uh... I'm going to go make Sleazy Ice Barrel now. (laughs) (laughs) How about Sphere Viscerator? What? Sphere Viscerator. Sphere, like like, like a ball. Yeah, but... Like a sphere. A viscerator, but the word sphere in front. Hell, and and honestly, in the past, we had a game called Cubivore, and that was real. So, just to put it in perspective. I'm going to say yes, just because it's so weird. I'm going to say no. I'm going to say no. I don't think Doug would logically put these two things together. I think he would. I did. <laughs> um, just a few more. Do you think there's a game called How Do You Do It? How Do You Do It? Yes, yes. I think there is. There is, and I have a little information on this one. This one's totally Tell us about out it. there and it's, weird. It's the bad ones when we have information about yeah, it. Those it, are the weird ones. You definitely know it's bad if I have information on it. Um, yeah. It puts the player in the role of an 11-year-old girl whose mother has mm-hmm. just stepped out for an errand. The girl immediately like grabs her dolls and furtively attempts to figure out how sex works using these plastic no, surrogates. No, 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 no. Yeah, no. so it's a total Fuck steam now. game. Yeah, well, how do you do it? No, Fuck don't me. like it. Don't want it. God nope. damn it. Nope. Sorry for that, listener. And let's see. I'll just uh, read this last one off because it's probably not real. Uh, do you think there's a <laughs> game? <laughs> do you think there's a game called Communist Wheelchair Dance Party? I fucking hope so. <laughs> I fucking hope there is. God, that would be amazing. You'd be like the uh, the Chairman Mao, Teddy Roosevelt, uh, fucking Dance Dance Revolution King. That'd be awesome. No, it's not. Uh, That's how we play Game or No Game. Anyway, uh, that was fun. Let's do some plugs. Where can listeners find you, Matt? Um, well, you can find me on Twitter at Matt Basta. Uh, and if you're looking to start a podcast, should I stop doing these? Are people? <laughs> I don't think people are actually using these promo codes. But if hey, do you know, know Doug, somebody else? I don't know. Doug's still shilling for iTunes reviews. How about this? If you give us an iTunes review and then you tell us that you did it, I will send you a coupon code for for Pinecast for your first three months free. Just like let us know. So there's a link in the episode description to leave feedback. And if you, is this, am, am I allowed to do this? Is like the fucking FTC going to come after me for doing this? This is so illegal, Matt. I mean, if they're coming after us for something, I, I've i said things before. Is Apple going to come after us? Mm. Can you pay people for iTunes reviews? I don't, 
I don't think we make enough money for Apple to come after us. I don't think we do either. (laughs) At least a few hundred thousand before they give a shit about us. You know, fuck it. Last week's coupon code, um, (laughs) it was uh, Dr. Hyphen Pepper. Yep. Um, (laughs) Dr. Dash Pepper uh, for 40% off your first three months. Um, Any paid plan. It's free to sign up. No credit card required. So you can try your hand at podcasting. Get comfortable with it when you feel like... Uh, you're ready to dive in and get some more cool features and um, start getting the good, the real good stuff, the good, good stuff. Um, that good Dr. Hyphen Pepper, that dank old podcast hosting. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and I think that that coupon code is good through the end of March. Um, so, yeah, you've, you've got some time. Um, Check it out, listener. Yeah, it's it's good stuff. And uh, I'll, I'll be I'll smile. We have a, a thing that tells <laughs> us anytime. Smile. Anytime somebody signs up for for Pinecast, we get a little Slack notification, um, and there's always like a little woo woo. And anytime there's a coupon code, like I freak out because people just don't seem to use the coupon codes. But um, if you do, uh, know that we're we're very happy about it. <laughs> awesome. And how about Bren? Where can listeners uh, contact you if you want that dank old RSS feed that's just going to get your listeners high as fuck? Come to Pinecast. Um, <laughs> that's going to be our first ad. Uh, ABTS Brennan on Twitter. Um, I'm tempted to stream like stuff on Twitch, but my computer's so fucking loud. So I don't know why I said that. It's not like an open-ended question. But yeah, maybe I'll stream. But warning, if I do, it's going to be loud. So yeah, you guys know our Twitter or Twitch. Definitely. And yeah, I was trying to... I was trying to stream some of the Wolf Among Us, but uh, it, yeah, my c- computer got pretty loud itself. But uh, listener, if you like our show, give us a like or follow on Facebook and Twitter. Our handle's ABT Silence, and yeah, our Twitch stream is at twitch.tv slash ABT Silence. Um, yeah, I'll ask you guys for iTunes reviews if you're down. That'd be awesome. Otherwise, uh, thanks for listening. Tell some friends to tune in and subscribe, and we will be back next week. See ya. Bye. I'll miss you. Okay. I hope we're back next week. If we're not back next week, call the cops.